gentlemen, welcome to I Don't Get It, the pop culture get off my lawn cast, wherein two open-minded mid-40s curmudgeons bravely and boldly stare down the prospect of their rapidly impending or perhaps having already impended entertainment irrelevance. I am your co-host. My name is Noah Tarno. I am the founder and senior quiz master of the Big Quiz Thing, the trivia game show spectacular. I'm talking to you straight from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. And joining me, as always, as ever, my co-host. I am Bill Scurry, the founder and lead quiz master of American Caesar Enterprises. Yes, lead quiz master for what that's worth. <laughs> uh, so our topic today, you know, I say this this topic is kind of guessable, maybe figure outable. Yeah. Uh, in that it's just kind of been the number one topic on people's lips meme-wise the last couple weeks. I suggested it to you, Bill, last week, and you're like, nah, let's do Dave Chappelle instead. And we punted it. to. And someone even, when we did Dave Chappelle, someone wrote on Facebook, like, I could have sworn you were going to do yeah, this. Yeah, that was, if, guest of the program, Amanda Kudaswavy had said. Amanda Kudaswavy. Every week she does, she does, um, she takes some sporting lines on us. She gives us the over-under on what she thinks we're going to pick. <laughs> she was nearly right. She was one week off in this case. And then last night I was out um, at a birthday party and talking to another one of our regular friends, uh, Susie Sherman. Sure. And Susie's like, oh, what are you going to do this week? And I said, we're going to do the OK Boomer meme. And she's like, of course you are. <laughs> so uh, this is the meme right now. OK Boomer. Uh, generally, O-Kel, O-Kel, OK spelled the letters O and K, although personally I prefer O-K-A-Y because the word OK doesn't really stand for anything. That's a longer story. But I personally prefer O-K-A-Y, but I've definitely been outvoted on this one. OK is the uh, the greatest contribution to American culture in the English language uh, provided by 8th President of the United States, Martin Van Buren. There you go. He is uh, generally credited with having, because it stood for a nickname for him, Old Kinderhook. So yeah. yes, maybe OK stands for Old Kinderhook, but A, that's not confirmed, and B, like, nobody uses it to mean Old Kinderhook. So I stand by my belief that OK stands for nothing. I use this trivia all the time. I tell people in the Netherlands, I said, hey, and I got this from you, obviously. I said, do you know that the only American president whose language, native language, was not English, was Martin Van Buren. People don't know that. They don't yes. even know who Martin yes. Van Buren is yes. here, even though he's, yes. one, of, he's one of theirs. His parents were Dutch immigrants. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, we have two presidents whose native language are English, uh, Martin Van Buren and Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump's native language is... Hi-yo, collar Um, tug. Hey-yo! Wow, my God. Controversial opinion to our six friends in New York and San Francisco. Uh, Anyway, so, okay, Boomer, what's this about? Well, look, generational warfare is the oldest thing known to man. Cicero was complaining about younger generations. Um, I'm sure cavemen were complaining about it. You know, Og was complaining that Og and his friends... <laughs> Og Boomer. You know, yeah, didn't, didn't, didn't light fires the right way in the cave. Um, so... <laughs> Your deer paintings are unsubstantial. Yeah, yes. You don't use the, the twig brush in the proper <laughs> method. It, look, the last few years it's been exploding. First of all, the definitions of generations in our culture have become more and more, I don't want to say codified, but used. I remember, and this kind of pisses me off, when we were kids, not even when we were kids, when we, the 90s, people were like, oh, Generation X, Generation X. And we were not, Bill, Generation X. No, we, we were weren't. younger we were not. Yes. than Generation X. All of a sudden, 
We are Generation X. We got gerrymandered. Really, we got gerrymandered as Generation X. Now, Baby Boomer makes sense to me. Baby Boomer is described as the people, you know, people came back from World War II, optimism, we won, we took over. So let's let's pump out babies, you know, buy these beautiful houses in Levittown on credit, you know, with a 95 job, you know, stamping, you know, ceramic tile. No education needed. Uh, so the baby boomers were born in the most coddled generation in the history of mankind. Start, people started talking about Generation X, started talking about millennials, but now, like, people claim their definitions of the exact years these people were born, and I don't buy that. So, so generational warfare. So, okay, boomer, I, I'm way afield. Now, listen to this. My, my uh, mother is 62 years old this year. Yeah. And yeah. I, I honestly do not believe she could be considered a boomer. She was born in what, 1958, 56, 57, something like that. I, she's, when we were growing up, she was outside of the boomer bubble. Boomers were older than her. She was, there was some generation that was in the, the lee of boomers that she was properly a part of. And yet she's been gerrymandered, redistricted into being right. a boomer. And she's clearly not. She's 62 years old. She doesn't count. But because I think boomer has more meaning than Gen X or millennial, they're defined by when they are born and the circumstances. Were her parents World War II veterans, no. even if not literally veterans, no. were they, nope. they didn't nope. experience World War II? You know, because my grandparents weren't. But, you know, they were, my grandfather, you know, hustled for jobs during the war and stuff like that. You know, everyone's been complaining about millennials, especially millennials and Generation Z, however you want to define that bullshit, uh, for a while now. And what's happened the last couple months is OK Boomer represents this memefied effort to, quote unquote, fight back. And we've been seeing it bubbling under for a few years now. We had the old economy Steve meme, you know, the picture of the guy in the 70s complaining, oh, you know, you need to hit the bricks and look for a job the way I did. And then it has the explanation, you know, hasn't applied for a job since Carter was president. My summer job paid for college. College was only $400 a semester, you know, stuff like that. And then last year we had the the viral Facebook group, uh, a group where we all pretend to be boomers. Which I love that group. Fantastic. Into, yeah. Yeah. It got old after like a week. It was people just talking about how <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know how to use technology. So this exploded in September via memes. There was a viral clip on TikTok of some old guy. Oh my God, the most entitled sounding smug asshole going, the utopian ideals of the youth of Generation Z are unsustainable. That's a fact. You have Peter Pan syndrome. Get out of your parents' basement. And then people just like putting up signs next to his face that said, okay, boomer. We had a big moment a few weeks ago in New Zealand. Chloe Swarbrick, a member of the New Zealand parliament who is only 25 years old, but man, look her up. She's impressive. She started multiple businesses while she was still in her teens. Uh, she was giving a speech in support of a bill to aggressively combat climate change and some older guy parliamentarian heckled her yelled at her and she just without skipping me she went okay boomer and then of course the new york times got on top of it november october 29th they uh, issued an article okay boomer marks the end of friendly generational relations yeah friendly right, generational cause, relations Cause right because because yeah. talking about how millennials you know ruined diamonds and ruined the power fucking lunch avocado ruined toast home ownership destroyed all everything. this shit yeah we ruined there was a great thing the new york post an article millennials have ruined the power lunch and this woman tweets she's like i work for the new york post <laughs> i am not given an out like i don't have a lunch break yeah. i'm expected to be at my desk all day so don't look at me look at your fucking self for ruining the power lunch yeah. i mean you could see where we stand on this argument here they call millennials and generation z snowflakes but no one is snowflakier than baby boomers i said it before and i will say it again they are the most spoiled generation in human history there was this guy he's a conservative radio show host in upstate new york bob lonsberry by the way 
quote-unquote conservative radio host. What is speaking of cavemen with the club and the loincloth and the slope brow? What is a conservative radio host? I, 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 what does that even mean? Like everything about that is somehow antediluvian. You, you're a Rush Limbaugh wannabe. I mean, you just complain about people. But anyway, he got roasted for this tweet where he said, "OK, Boomer is the N word of ageism." Sure. Ugh. Yeah. Because. Upstate New York Z is, is dragging dragging boomers from their homes and kidnapping them and putting them on ships and putting them to work in the who's, fields. Who's the Emmett Till of ageism is what I want to yes, know. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. So he got roaster for that. And, and by the way, this guy had previously gotten in trouble yeah. for calling a, a an African-American mayor a monkey. And then we have um, the latest thing is Michael Bloomberg is probably going to run for president. And look, I was okay on Bloomberg as mayor of New York. I was okay on him. But... I think he is, you know, this idea that we need another rich billionaire running is because, you know, this is the epitome of boomerism. It is what I like is proper. That's the the epitome of Trump fandom and MAGAism. And I'm not saying Bloomberg's one of these guys. He's he's plenty liberal enough as far as a millennial, as a far as a, a, a billionaire goes. And I like what he's done for, you know, gun safety and the environment and things like that. But... Just this idea that, like, I'm right and you're wrong. And, and, you know, I said this before, they're the snowflakiest of them all. You know, and when you drift that into conservatism, I don't want to... I don't want to conflate conservatism and boomerism, but there is an overlap. And it's this idea that like, you're snowflakes, but how dare you kneel in front of a flag and how dare you not put Jesus on a coffee cup? It's projection. So it's become memefied. I think there's some deep stuff here. Everyone's talking about it. I think the Times article sums it up very well. I sent to you, uh, I believe it was an article on Alternet. Yeah. Well, they bring up the good point. They're like, look, it's not age warfare, it's class warfare. And where millennials and Generation Z have gotten screwed, but it's not because they are younger. I firmly do believe that baby boomers had it very good comparatively and then pulled the ladder up behind them. There are a lot of boomers who are struggling financially and in many ways. I don't want to ally that. And there are millennials who've done all right and have had a lot of advantages and, and privilege from those advantages. Bill, what do you think of this phenomenon? What is there to chew on here? There's a lot. It is a lot, but like any good magician, it's sort of a misdirect because we are having this nice little steam valve up front of something that's a meme. And this goes back to any one of a billion episodes we've done. Literally, a billion episodes. Look, literally. Look it up, guys. Literally. Quite literally. They're literally hanging from the rafters. They're literally hanging from the rafters. We've done a billion episodes which could always be boiled down to this is a meme or this is trying to be a meme. This is a meme. I mean, the reason why we're talking about it is because it's a meme. But the question is we're trying to peel back the layers of why is it something more? The first thing I always think of is that, you know what? Fucking Bezos and Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey are doing as much to destroy society as anyone else who is 40 years older than them. Seriously, so yeah, I I will completely cop to saying that this is a class warfare thing, not generational. There are plenty of bad, bad Palmer Luckies in the world, plenty of (laughs) douchebags who are in their 30s who are taking active steps to fuck everything up. These are younger people. And granted, you don't need to be a billionaire to do this. You just need to be someone who's well-directed. The fucking uh, Stephen, what's his face from the White House, the fucking author of every single anti-immigration law. Steve Miller? 
Yeah, that, that comes out Auth- of author author of the Joker and Rockin' Me and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Abracadabra. Yeah, they Abracadabra. these are the same people. That, that song. Are- that song. By the way, that was like my favorite song when I was seven. Yeah, and in hindsight, that song fucking sucks. I don't know. It is so bad. Maybe you're right. Really, big, you like it? Airline, you, you big old like jet airliner is not much better if you're going to put it that way. Oh no 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 no! I I I think some Steve Miller band stuff is good, but I'm just I'm singling out Abracadabra as more virulent than anything Steve Miller in the White House has done. My point is is that plenty of Xers, plenty of wires have exactly the same control over horseshit. Matt Gates is not a boomer, and yet he has a lot of undue control in the United States government, and when he decides to dive bomb a closed session, he can really take a torch to democracy and to the wheels of civic engagement. Yes, I will totally agree with you. This is a fun thing to talk about. It is a great Facebook meme. Chloe Swarbrick is really funny when she just throws this offhanded thing, you know. And and to be honest, you, you know, you didn't mention the guy she was shutting down was the head of the Climate Change Denier Caucus in the New Zealand Parliament. Really? Yeah, he's not Fuck just... It. These guys. That's what I'm saying. How can they do that in New Zealand? That's the island is like half gone that is just one small example one small thing where it's like okay it does feel fun to shut that guy down and we do we want to we want to clobber all these assholes who were in their 60s every single white balding douchebag and and an ill-fitting suit and a red tie no matter what country they're in whether they're boris johnson or hert wilders here in the netherlands or some fucking guy in poland or hungary or any place where autocratic authoritarian fascist values are being espoused right now that stuff is all great i mean we need to have that fight and we do need to use humor we need to use irony but yes this is one of those things where creating something for us i mean i say us as if i'm not a millionaire as if i don't have plenty of money what i'm saying is generationally coming up with something that causes people to turn into a circular firing squad is um difficult to grok because there are so many boomers who were in penury there are so many boomers who i mean all over the place whether they're on long island or fucking in some satellite community of new york city or they're in san francisco holding on by their fingernails or they're fucking dissolute somewhere in missouri there are plenty of people who are of boomer age who are just completely dispossessed they don't have anything more than a fucking kid who just graduated from a junior college you know we're not talking about the phenomenon as it is yes we're talking about the the corrective not the corrective to it but the we're correcting it right sure is that yeah. more accurate yeah what i think is more interesting here is is the nature of it and what people are arguing about and maybe perhaps why boomers are so offended by it i think they don't understand it i think it's an eye okay boomer it's an eye roll right they're losing the irony and you're not wrong about that yes every generation is impenetrable and and hard to understand to the one that came before it but yes, i would argue right. even more so now because culture moves so quickly and methods of communication change so rapidly well, it, like the difference you, between cicero and the generation younger than him is dwarfed by the difference between boomers and generation z or whatever you want to call them because just methods of communication change more rapidly. two uh, two episodes ago we talked about shit posting and and one of the to right. me the essential building blocks the amino acids of shit posting was the idea of irony becoming earnest when it is given from one audience to another and okay boomer 
is an assy rhetorical shutdown. I mean, I, I, at its heart, that's what it is. It's, it is an, an eye roll, like you say. It's a thing that was designed to make it seem like I have a rhetorical flourish on somebody else. It's been elevated to somehow be more than that by a meme. Again, this could even, if you want to, if you want to tip it back to your your running argument, Noah, the idea of like a meme becoming not a meme, a meme becoming something that's the fodder of op-ed pages on the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times. Yeah. Like, that is a real doorway into the fourth dimension, man. In the year 2050, I will be 56 years old. Yet, right now, the average age of this 52nd parliament is 49 years old. Okay, Boomer. Noah Tarnow, why is OK Boomer popular? Please let us all know. We're at a crisis point in our culture. Either we are or we feel like we are some i think it's a combination of the two generation z and millennials have been raised on it's not irony so much but there's a feeling of helplessness so in many ways the eye roll is the only thing we can do and part of the reason i think it's exploded is what i've said before i think boomers are the most entitled literally in world history i don't think this gets talked about enough but a lot of yes i'm conflating boomers and conservatives I think there's a lot of projection on their part. One of the most insidious things and, and frankly, most annoying things I find about uh, Donald Trump and MAGA culture is how it is mostly consisting of projection. Trump says everyone is weak because he's weak. Trump says everyone is corrupt because he's corrupt. Everyone is a snowflake because he's a snowflake. I think right-wingers are the most hypersensitive people in history. Flipping out over political correctness. Political correctness is just politeness to people you don't want to be polite to flipping out over kneeling in front of an american flag i mean how little do you think of this country if you think it is it is tangibly harmed by someone kneeling in front of a symbol uh this guy on tiktok just the it it doesn't work that way well show me show me evidence it's come to a head and people the only thing they could do is throw their hands up and yes what i was saying is part of the reason it's exploded like this is because it really does touch the boomers nerves they don't understand it they think oh it's just laziness no it's not laziness it's people know how to get your goat it's being dismissive and it's poking you at your most tender sensitive spot so i think that's why this this happens it is time for people to fight back and people don't understand what fighting back entails and yes we don't think we're gonna we they don't think they're gonna change anything by saying okay boomer and rolling in their eyes they do think they're gonna get your goat and by complaining how it's the n-word of ageism is just you're just playing into their hands wow and no yeah. not yeah. much is going to change but you know that's that's the game that's going on that's the cultural game uh you nearly almost Thank word you. for word punched out my notes here i yeah. i'm all over the place today my friend no all no no of, it, your notes must be all over the place see i admit <laughs> when i project i admit when i project i'm i'm proud of that we are living inside my head. It's a disordered Joker-like landscape of, uh, he- yes, uh, of okay. Heath Ledger-esque and Joaquin Phoenix activity. Yes. No, it's popular because it's a way for a younger generation, a powerless generation. That's easy to say. I mean, this I'm, I'm not taking anything away from the older generation is also powerless, but I was trying to give some credence to that in my in my lead up. But a younger generation can put a lasso around all the bogeymen into one deplorable loop and they can call out a, 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 a sect of people who have antiquarian values. OK Boomer becomes a team slogan like, uh, you know, rammer, jammer, yellow hammer or, or you know, roll tide or some other sort roll of, tide. right, some other sort of college. What is roll tide? What does roll tide mean? It is 
Tulane University's football cheer. Is uh, it Tulane? I thought it was Alabama. Maybe. But what the fuck does it mean? What does I it mean? I, 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 mean? I heard this guy going, roll tide. What the fuck does that <laughs> I hate <laughs> college football, man. I think it's I think it's Tulane is the green tide. University of Alabama, my friend. Alabama. Okay, you Google Roll Tide, you get right. University of Alabama's webpage, rolltide.com. But my what is, is the meaning of roll tide? Is the rallying cry for Alabama Crimson Tide. The trademark to the phrase is claimed by, but it doesn't say what it means. All right, keep going. Either way, it's a team slogan. You know, it's just another team slogan. Yeah. All right, uh, how about this, Noah? I'll give this, you, you'll understand this. It's kind of the new version of don't trust anyone over 30. How about ah! that? Does that make sense? But but it's expressed in the way, yes, that makes total sense. It's expressed via the methods of expression yes oh more, yeah 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 and I, you know the freaking you know world war ii generation they didn't understand don't trust anyone over 30 look this is it they're turning into their parents everyone does i guess there's a uh, new thing going around the internet that caught my eye it's a meme called okay boomer you heard about this bill if you were young now if you were a millennial who aren't so young anymore if we're going to use the popular definition, <laughs> or a Gen Z, or what comes after Gen Z? Uh, Gen Gen Prime, know. Gen Agu, I don't know. Gen Prime, Gen, Gen Umlaut, Gen, Gen Umlaut. If you were Gen Umlaut, <laughs> would you be cottoning, to use an old-fashioned term, to the OK Boomer meme? This is irresistible. I think that, for me at least, let me just speak for myself. This is a way. Uh, for a generation under more social, financial, political pressure all at the same time. Not that, again, boomers when they grew up had plenty of that, yet there were a different series of obstacles in front of them to overcome that. You know, when you're dealing with melting ice caps, you're dealing with insolvency and student debt and also a conservative revolution, which is restricting personal freedoms, especially of women and, and uh, the, you know, differently abled and LGBTQ people, that is a completely separate set of strictures. I think you'd want anything that becomes a, a team slogan. You know, you, it would be, you'd want the rallying cry. <laughs> I might not understand Roll Tide, but I understand its purpose. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who the fuck? I don't even know what the fuck Roll Tide is but yeah that's my point is what you just said the boomer generation designed the conditions now i'm not calling out names because that's not fair it's not fair for me to say the boomers designed it however you are living in the world that the boomers furnished you and yes that does not include jack dorsey when i'm saying that doesn't include zuckerberg we are living in that world all these other people these assholes have created this world it's it's boomers is the, the is the group that's the boogeyman that we're assigning this to but my point is, though, is that this is a way for people to fight back without actually doing anything. We're not taking to the streets. We're not. Other than, yeah. I mean, I look, I'm not the guy who's out there doing Bernie rallies. You know, I'm not out there with the Hong Kong people uh, fucking throwing bricks at cops, you know, while holding umbrellas. I am doing next to nothing. I, In fact, I voted with my dollars and I left the United States because I didn't believe in its mission statement anymore. I am not just doing anything. I'm actually taking away. I'm doing minus. Anything that people can do that makes it sound like they have some efficacy, some advocacy, some agency. That's what this sounds like because you could do a flourish. You can shut somebody down on Twitter. It doesn't mean anything. It just makes people angrier or more roused up on, on either side, but it doesn't go towards addressing what actually might need to happen. Yeah, I mean, I think I'd be the same way because I was, as a kid, I was into grievance and lack of incon lack of inconvenience. So yeah, it's just it's so easy and it feels so good, 
right? It scratches an itch. Yep. So I, I, I agree with you. And again, nobody thinks this is going to solve the problem. But it's, a, it's easy to feel helpless these days. It's easy to feel powerless. And yeah, I'm, I, someone made a comment the other day like, OK, Boomer means nothing if you don't get out and vote. But I like to think most of these people are voting as well. You know, last few years, we have seen a sharp increase in voting rates among young people. And, uh, you know, I think that is necessary because it's old people voting that got us into the mess. I mean, I've complained about it a ton of times. Boomers had it so easy growing up, not so easy, they had it more easy growing up. The country was investing in their future. And as soon as they got what they wanted, they pulled up the ladder behind them. They cut taxes. They failed. They they let public education founder. I've said that a million times. I think so much of the responsibility of our predicament is failing in education. That's not totally only did we true. not invest true. money in public education, but we didn't keep up. We never taught anyone how to watch TV, and that's already passe. I get it, and I would be the same way. Okay, boomer, and then moving on. I like to think I do more than that, and I'm pissed at people who don't, but I'm going to be optimistic and say I would if I were young, and most of these young people do. The eye roll would just be the comment, the meaningless, comforting comment. It would not be anything I consider an actual fight. It's not, you're not really fighting back. And the latest sensation is to dismiss older people by saying, okay, boomer. (laughs) As in baby boomers. It's a pretty good diss. Still not as good as the boomer diss for millennials. Hey, we've permanently destroyed the housing market. Noah, do you think this is a sign of the apocalypse? Uh, well, as I just said, I think it's a small deal in the big picture things. So in that respect, no. But I think it is a big deal in that it literally a sign of the apocalypse in that, yes, uh, generational warfare has existed since since the cavemen. But I do think the, the gap between young and old now is greater than ever. And I think because of the changes in media and communication – and, and the high stakes are the problems that face us. And I think the fact that the two sides can't communicate properly, I think might literally be a sign of the apocalypse. You know, sometimes I worry that the only way out of this is a World War II, Great Depression, perhaps even worse level disaster that will force us to put aside petty enmities to redefine the cultural order. The, the Chloe uh, Swarbrick thing makes it seem like you could do okay boomer in the halls of governance even if it is a small backwater of an anglo nation like new zealand which does not affect the lives of anybody else on earth other than a couple million people well no movies are filmed in new zealand right Man, all the lord of the rings movies yeah, it was like come on you just des- you destroy the hollywood industry if if new zealand right fails. right yeah exactly right. new zealand goes down there goes uh, hollywood yeah. far 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 west but it makes it seem like it's something larger than it is when you could do if an MP in parliament were to whip it out on somebody who was on the Tory side, it would even be more fire or more fuel for the fire. And I think that's it's kind of ridiculous because this is to me, this is just a meme. I this I get it and I'm on board with it. And I want that same power and I want people to have it. And I want to deputize people. So I'm not I'm not dismissing it, but I'm also identifying it as as a meme. And I always say with a meme, calm down and wait for the next one because you're going to get one. It's like a train or or a subway. It's it's rolling right behind. It doesn't actually do anything. It just gives people this false sense of power, like I voted or I did something to um, 
I, you know, I did something to change the world. I, I reset the course of rivers. And that's not exactly what happens. It's, it's a rhetorical flourish. I keep saying that. It's a rhetorical flourish. Yes, the apocalypse could very well be, for what you say, the gap between generations. Now, it wasn't tiny back when the boomers were pushing back and they were tuning out, dropping out, whatever the fuck the expression was. You know, <laughs> they, they were doing their own thing. And, and granted, you know, how many hippies, if, we, if this is a digression, but how, what percentage of people were hippies and who were the hippies i think the the hippies were granted there were some really people on the bottom of the barrel for sure but the hippies were also advantaged upper class people who had the ability a lot of them yeah yeah i know and that's i'm not trying yeah to- we could we could solve the world's problems by doing a giant finger painting yeah absolutely <laughs> but i'm not trying to shit on the hippies because the hippies had really good values in a lot of cases but they also had the privilege mm. to be able to exercise those values to drive around tangiers in a volkswagen <laughs> bus in 1966 1967 that's great no nobody would not but want to but do that. but that also gets a lot of boomer privilege the fact Yes. That you could drop out of college, spend three years driving around Tangiers, and then still get a job. You know, if you decide to clean up within five years, you're owning a home. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it's the, it the, just that doesn't work that way anymore. The margin for, for the margin for, But that's like, yeah. that's great. There's the thing is that I don't want to take anything away from anybody who had it, who came by it like legit. Nobody, t- like the boomers were not all rich people. They, they grew up in a better country in a better environment than maybe we grew up. But I'm not begrudging them for that. They they, they took advantage of it. This is the same thing. And, and again, there's another digression. People talk about the, the MTA workers and the PBA. And it's like, man, there's a lot of things about the Police Benevolent Association in New York. The, and, the, you know, the Sarge's Benevolent Association. It's like they are in many ways the enemy of the people. Uh, because they have injurious policies. However, it is one of the last bastions of organized labor. Same thing with yeah. the fire, the firemen to some degree. It's like I don't want to start chipping away at collectivized bargaining. And the, the unions, it's like that is a bad execution, but it's a good example of what you can do, what you can get away with when you have a strong enough block of people. And to some degree, the boomers, like they took what they were given. Nobody knew the bottom was going to fall out in 30 or 40 years later. That was their thing. It's like they were growing up in a disillusioned post. They should not have lit. Look, trickle down poli- trickle down economics is such bullshit. Yes. And even before it was proved wrong, you should have cast a skeptical eye on it. Yeah. But they didn't want to cast a skeptical eye on it because they wanted their fucking money. It yeah. was selfishness. And they should have seen this coming. Yes, but their Sorry, parents mad. their parents took the GI Bill, their parents moved to Levittown. Yes. All the things you said. Yes. And and as well you should have. If either of us were there. We would have done that. We both would have been married to some yeah, stupid, yes, dumb, Italian Catholic girl named Gina. No offense to her, but we would have been completely different men growing up. In, we just would have signed on the dotted line. I, no would, have, I would have that. married a stupid Jewish girl. <laughs> Don't you know that? Even the hippies came to realize their society was not sustainable. So just realize what you're creating in your mind isn't sustainable. Bill, is there any way in which... It could be described as you are jealous of the OK Boomer phenomenon. That's interesting because, like, we're we're kind of like non-com observers to some degree, in so much as that we're not Gen Z, we're not Gen X, we're not Gen Z. I mean, I still don't identify as Gen Z or Gen X, rather. 
But uh, first of all, I'm not in the meme making business, so I don't have that going for me. I can't I can't sort of win the day with some rhetorical flourish. I'm not audacious enough in person to like actual human beings to shut somebody down with an assy flourish. I think I have too much reverence for people who are our parents' age to even just anonymously like rub somebody the wrong way. I, 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 it's such a holdover for me, this reverence I have for older generations. I mean, it means a lot to me, which is why I preserve it and I maintain it. So when Chloe Swarbrick turns on this person and just sort of offhandedly pulls a pistol out of her belt and like trick shots over her shoulder. I can't do that. I just don't have that in me. It's it's too flip. It's too fresh. It's too disrespectful. Even if it's well-intended, even if it's funny, I just it's just not built into my DNA code. I can. So for me, it's just that I feel like I've been complaining about how boomers fucked us totally for a while now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people are just picking up on it now. Like I read some article on Vox recently. Some book has come out, you know, shitting all over them the most selfish generation and there was an interview with the author i really should read the book but i'm jealous that like no one's been listening to me and my theories and i'm not you know whatever i i'm not a published author and i'm not a talking head and all that you know this idea like i have these good ideas that don't get recognized which is so much of my animating principle because i'm a toxic stew of grievance and anger (laughs) uh yeah so i feel jealousy about that you know the people paying attention to it Uh, also i don't know if this is jealousy but you know i definitely harp on and again conflating boomers with conservatives which isn't entirely fair i know i hate being called a snow look i for much of my life i have felt that i was too hypersensitive and i have moments where I think I need to toughen up. I don't like being called a snowflake, and I don't like anyone being called a snowflake by people who I think are more snowflakes, you know? I'm sensitive to that. And I'm especially sensitive, upset, angry at people like this guy on TikTok or Trump who are like, we got a problem with political correctness. Like, no, you have a problem with political correctness. You know, there's a term I like, patriotically correct, which is this right-wing's idea that like, if you if you do anything, you know, oh, oh I mean, whatever. They it's it's so selective. They were mad at Obama for saluting a Marine while holding a coffee cup in his hand. You know, they weren't mad when W did that. It's right? all it's all they sedition. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, look at what Trump's done. My God. I mean, I I am worshipful enough worshipful enough of American symbols in a cheesy way that I'm getting to a point where like I am insulted that Trump aligns himself with the American flag at all, considering I like he's a traitor. I'm sorry that they are adopting symbolism for the anti-american forces i'm jealous that they get to supposedly stand this moral high ground that i think they have no right to whatsoever because they're the snowflakiest of them all no i will ask you our final segment is the felonian scale jimmy fallon is rectal cancer he's the worst thing in the universe he is personal humiliation and financial insolvency and everything else is in relation to that on our scale for this show, in case this is the first time you've heard us describe this. With all of our topics as the spectrum, 106, 107 episodes, different topics, where would you put OK Boomer in this scale? I think I put it slightly above average. What is what is average here? What's it, like metal straws kind of level? Because, um, <laughs> well, yeah, no, I think, I think I'd put it at metal straws because it's pretty anodyne. On the surface, there's not much to it, and it is not going to solve the problem, but it points at it lamely, yet not destructively points at the solution to the problem, which is we need to recognize the 
overweening privilege of certain people, and we need to call it out. So calling out the boomers for their selfishness, their myopia, their egomania, I think is important. This isn't going to solve the problem, but it tells us what the problem is. And I think metal straws are the same thing. You can get rid of all plastic straws and it will barely make a dent in the environment, but there there are habits we need to get into. And part of them is not cavalierly using shit and throwing it away without a second thought. Well, I think I looked at the list, came down with a simpler explanation for me. If you're trying to you know, convert it to idiot, I find this somewhere between blockchain and YouTube playthroughs because I see the utility in one and not the other, but I understand how the one is affecting the world in a very theoretical way, and that blockchain has made a lot of people a lot of money, even though it's kind of designed to keep you out of it. On the other hand, though, YouTube playthroughs have saved my ass in a lot of video games on the PS4. And there's some use... Saved your ass! It's it's the most important thing in the world in the PS4, my friend. Uh, you know, you don't even understand. When you're in the yeah. middle of, like, Red Dead Redemption 2, and you have about 89 hours already logged, you want to fucking know how to get through that mountain pass filled with bandits. And that's it's too risky to just let it go to chance. Okay, you are living proof. All right. All right, so there you have it, my friends. Okay, so if you'd like to find past episodes on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher, we are all there. Tweet to us at Noah and Bill Show. That's on Twitter, the one that Jack Dorsey did, the other enemy of civilization, uh, as I pointed out earlier. You can write to us via traditional email or postal mail at Noah and Bill postal Don't Get mail. It. Postal mail. You can't, can't do postal mail. <laughs> you can't. At Noah and Bill Don't Get Do we have don't an ad? Well, no, we don't. Nor do we, how, much, we how much postage do you need? Actually, not that much. Not that much because my mom's okay. been sending us stuff. We have junk mail coming our way. I, uh, or give us, go on iTunes, go on Apple Podcasts, whatever the fuck it's called. Give us a review. Personally, I'm on Twitter, at William Scurry, uncorking means by the hour. I'm on YouTube, youtube.com slash amcaesar. Noah Tarno will tell you everything you need to know about this guy. I am all about the big quiz thing, bigquizthing.com, corporate and private trivia nationwide. Uh, yeah, still might be able to squeeze you in for the holidays. Book it now for 2020 all over the place. We've got our first event in Mexico coming up. Very excited for that. And our first event in Denver, which is more exciting. I don't know. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, Big Quiz Thing. I am personally on Twitter at Noah Tarno. Uh, but yeah, BigQuizThing.com, that's what it's all about. Until a future time where the national catchphrase, the meme of the moment, as coined by I Don't Get It, is Go fuck yourself, flapper! We don't get it. A production of American Caesar Enterprises 2019.